Hello and welcome to the Sonic Cinema Podcast. My name is Brian Scuttle and thank you for joining us at www.sonic-cinema.com. This week's episode is going to be about uh, Dragon Con 2017, the four-day uh, fantasy genre convention that takes place in Atlanta, Georgia every Labor Day weekend. And this was my ninth year attending uh, this week. I... This weekend, I attended with uh, my mother, Vicky, and my wife, Meredith, uh, who was attending her third. My mother's gone most of the times I've gone, with the one exception of 2011. Um, this year uh, felt very off for a lot of reasons. It has nothing to do with the convention, which is still uh, wonderfully run. They do a good job of... Uh, Handling all the logistics every year, they do a good job of handling the lines and uh, making sure there's plenty of stuff for people to do. But um, this year, personally, and I know it, I can speak for both my mother and uh, wife uh, when I say this, it, it just felt, uh, it felt off this year, and uh, I'll explain why as I go through the uh, events of the weekend. One of the things that was uh, made this a bit different is because of the fact that we ended up changing hotels, partially, mainly because we couldn't get into the uh, hotel we would prefer to get into the Hilton Garden Inn in uh, downtown over where the Aquari Georgia Aquarium is and Centennial Park is. Uh, and we ended up back at the W in Midtown, which is uh, where we stayed in 2013 when we first stayed in a hotel for the weekend. Um, and uh, it, the the overall, uh, it was it was a difficult situation because of the fact that it was it was a bit more expensive than the uh, Hilton Garden Inn, which meant we only ended up staying for the weekend, Friday through Monday, as opposed to Thursday through Monday, which we've done the past few years. And uh, that that made it difficult because of the fact that it meant we had to check in on Friday, which is also the first day of con, the, the official first day of con, uh, as far as when most of the uh, big panels and stuff happen. Um, and uh, that... that you know, it's like you, you kind of want to just go back to the hotel and just relax, but it's like we had to check in. And because of the fact that we ended up using a third party, which we will never do again, to uh, book the reservation, um, we ended up, uh, they ended up having a hard time finding our reservation or for one of the rooms. Um, so that was stressful on top of... Uh, everything else. Thursday, uh, all we basically did was we went, we got, our we got our registration, we got our badges, so we were good to go when we got down there on Friday. Um, and uh, then we went, came back, uh, came back to our side of town and uh, home for the evening. And, you know, we packed uh, in the morning and then we went from there. Uh, Friday morning, uh, the first panel we wanted to go see was, uh, 10 a.m. with Nathan Fillion, who was only there on, uh, Friday. 
And uh, unfortunately, the line was capped by the time that uh, we got into it. So uh, we weren't able to see him, unfortunately, in that panel. Uh, we didn't really want to go over to the live feed uh, at the Marriott. Um, so Meredith and I, who drove separately, we ended up going to the first uh, film festival block of the con. Uh, the Independent Film Festival is uh, one of the things I got into a few years ago in 2011 when we, when I... Uh, really kind of had my uh, share, kind of had um, had my pick of uh, the litter when I really was kind of by myself for most of the con. And uh, I went to a lot of it, and uh, I went to a lot of the film festival blocks, and it was really a lot of fun to do. And... Uh, this one had a lot of really, really short films and uh, had zombies at Christmas, you had ghosts, you had martial artists, you had puppets, monsters, uh, fan films, comedy, drama, horror. Um, it was a really nice mix of films that really got the uh, con off to a good start for us. Um, and that was that was enjoyable. Zombie Christmas, which was uh, animated, was really fun. There was a Star Wars uh, short about uh, toys that was the Star Wars toys that was a lot of fun. And there were a lot of other uh, great choices. I don't have them in front of me right now, but it was a it was a good way to start the con. Um, from eleven until one. Uh, Meredith and I, uh, my mother came in, came down later, although we never actually saw her at the convention. That's a whole different story. Um, from 11 to 1, uh, Meredith and I went over to the uh, Marriott to get in line for a 1 o'clock panel and also to get food. And we basically got a whole pizza from one of the Papa John's kiosks that were there and we got in line for uh, Stan Lee, and uh, we actually were able to go into the ballroom that the uh, panel was held around eleven forty, eleven forty-five or so, and we basically were there till uh, one o'clock when Stan came out. Uh, I had seen Stan Lee several years ago. I want to say two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. I think it was 2012 um with my friend ron and uh he he was just as much fun on this one as he was back then and uh and, and you know the uh people running the uh panel made made the audience aware it's like please do not mention the fact that stan lee's wife had re had passed away recently, and, you know, we wanted it to be a fun situation. Nobody brought it up after that, thankfully. And uh, that made for an entertaining... Um, I made for an entertaining panel, and uh, he was... He was... Uh, he was fun to uh, listen to, as always. People were asking him some pretty basic questions. Uh, talked about his run with DC, talked about, you know, which characters he 
enjoys and uh, which characters were favorites. And also talked about the proper um, spelling of the word comic book if it's being written out. And uh, so saith Stan Lee, so shall it be. Comic book is supposed to be one word, not two. And uh, that was that was definitely one of the big highlights of the panel. And uh, <coughs> all of the panels that we went to ended up being really good. Uh, we just ended up not getting to a lot. Um, so uh, that was our 1 o'clock panel on Friday. At 2.30, we actually ended up going over to the Westin for a Buffy and Angel guest panel with uh, Charisma Carpenter, who played Cordelia, Julie Benz, who played Darla, and Claire Kramer, who played Glory. And uh, those three were a lot of fun. They're, they've been friends for a long time, and if you follow them on social media, you know that you know they're, they're re really good friends in real life. And uh, that, that carried over in the... Uh, in the panel in general was interesting because of the fact that uh it it was it was it was interesting because of the fact that nobody really brought up Jocelyn in the panels uh I wondered whether it was just because of the who was involved or whether it was because of the recent controversy that his uh ex-wife brought up and I have my own very definite feelings on that um, that I might share later, but I won't do it here. Uh, needless to say, it it, it rattled this uh, Joss Whedon fan to write, read uh, what his ex-wife wrote, and uh, it's it's uh, pretty pretty unsettling for somebody who considers Joss one of, one of their favorite filmmakers of all time. Um but uh it was it was still it was still a very fun panel uh they really enjoyed uh the audience the audience really enjoyed uh talking to them and uh it was it was fun and so that was our two thirty to three thirty hour um after that we uh, didn't really do much we decided to hit the hard rock for dinner afterwards and um so after that, we went to the Hard Rock, and it was a perfect time to go because nobody was there. It was really not busy at all. And so we, we sat there. We, we, enjoyed our, uh, we enjoyed our meal. We saw a little bit of uh, cosplay, and you know, it's always a fun atmosphere to go eat at the Hard Rock, um, even though it also can be extremely loud. Um, but that ended up really being the last thing we kind of ended up doing because we were pretty tired from being up early in the day to uh, get ready to go down to con. One of the downsides of not being at the hotel overnight. And uh, it ended up being uh, ended up being fortuitous that we left when we did uh, because of the fact that of the complications with... Uh, the hotel and uh, getting checked in. And so, uh, unfortunately, we missed Nathan Fillion, which I I really was hoping to see him because uh, it's the first time in a long time that he's been at Dragon Con. 
Uh, this is the first time since I've been going that he had been to Dragon Con, and unfortunately, Friday was the only day he was there. Uh, so we missed his 7 p.m. panel, his um, about Con Man, the Alan Tudyk uh, web short, but we we just need to get back to the, uh, just get to the hotel and relax after a really long day. So that was our Friday night. Um Saturday, uh, Saturday was pretty light. This entire weekend was just very light for us for a lot of different reasons. Uh, this one, unfortunately, had to do with a miscalculation on my part. Uh, we, we got down there and my mother who, my mother who didn't, who got down to the con later and didn't really get to do a whole lot and, uh, Part of the reason she didn't is because her knees were really bothering her. She was really worried about that, and so she was she was not in uh, good shape for this convention from a physical standpoint. So she ended up not really not getting down to uh, Dragon Con at all on Saturday. Um, but Meredith and I uh, ended up going. We ended up getting there bit later than I would have liked. We always I always like to try to get down there early and get parked uh well before the parade, the annual parade uh starts. And fortunately that didn't happen. And so because of a miscalculation on my part as to which way we should go, we were going to try to go to the vendors during the parade and just hang out there. Uh we ended up going a way that ended up being very uh, claustrophobic and uncomfortable, and we ended up basically inadvertently watching the parade uh, because of the fact that uh, we were <coughs> we we uh, we we were stuck; we couldn't move, and uh, it made for it made for a very uncomfortable start of the day on Saturday. Um, but we did it at, after the parade. We ended up going to the dealers. We did some shopping, and uh, just went over and uh, <coughs> spent spent some time over there. And uh, we ended up missing quite a bit of panels uh, this day. We only ended up seeing one panel at uh, five thirty with uh, Zachary Levy from uh, Chuck and Tangled. Uh, which Meredith had wanted to see. And I enjoyed Chuck when I had seen it and uh, really loved Tangled. It's one of my favorite recent Disney movies. So uh, that was definitely... And it was his first time at Dragon Con, and he was a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun to listen to. He he really... It was just very... He was very loose with it. He was very engaged with the audience. He was very... He, he was... He, he put on a show as well as ask, answering everybody's questions, and it was just really great. Um, in between the parade and the, the uh, panel, we ate at the Metro Cafe Diner, which is another place I tend to eat out down there. Um, at Dragon Con, uh, it's open 24 hours. They've got good food, and uh, it's just... it's. It's nice, easy, sort of in the middle of everything place to uh, 
eat. And uh, But yeah, we unfortunately missed a lot of panels. We missed one with John Cusack. We missed one with Wal Shawn. We missed uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which neither of us had caught up with. So we ended up not going to uh, that. But uh, the Zachary Levy thing was the last thing we ended up doing that day before we went back to the hotel. Uh, got some subway afterwards and uh, just basically went in for the night. Uh, one of the things about me is I think 2011 and I think 2014 were the only years I really have done much of anything is like later in the day at Dragon Con. Most of the time I'm usually like day panels and stuff like that. And then I go back to the uh go back to the hotel to relax um and that was kind of what we did even though we ended up not doing a whole lot of panels mainly because of uh time because when by the time we got to the uh vendors like we were already going to miss one of the panels we wanted to go see and it just the timing just didn't work out it was kind of a mess as far as uh timing this year's first panels and the fact of the matter is it's like some of the panels it's like we were originally going to try to do a, a 230 panel of either star wars or guardians of the galaxy but the lines were just ridiculously convoluted at the time so we just ended up not doing either one and went to go eat instead and then just waited to get in line for uh, zachary levy um so that was our Saturday. Um, Sunday, uh, Sunday the 3rd, we uh, got down there early again. Um, we we did the, let's see, I believe we did the vendors first because a friend of ours wanted a lightsaber from Ultra Sabers, and uh, we ended up picking that up for him. And uh, we did some... Uh, Hunting around the shops after that and the different vendors after that, just seeing if there was anything else we wanted. Uh, I don't think we got too much of anything else at the time. But uh, again, this was a day where it's like there were... Uh, this, this was kind of a day where we did... We sort of did mostly like shopping type thing. And just sort of taking it easy. So we did vendors uh, first thing. And then we went down to uh, the Walk of Fame. Because I had wanted to meet John Cusack. Who was at Dragon Con. And he's one of my absolute favorite actors. I uh, got to see him around noon I think. And that was. I was surprised at how easy it was to uh, see him. And, uh, it, and to see him quickly. And uh, so we got in there, and uh, got I got his autograph. I got to meet him, got to tell him how much uh, Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity, which are my two favorite films of his, mean to me. And uh, that was a lot of fun, um, meeting him. And uh, then after that, we uh, dropped off some stuff at the uh, car and at the truck. And then we basically just staked out over the Hilton for the next few hours because that was when John Cusack's second panel of the uh, weekend was going to be. It's great actor plus great script equals 
Blockbuster and was with uh, Ashley Scott, was with Sean Gunn, who's James Gunn's brother from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and he is also in Gilmore Girls. And then uh, Ned uh, Bellamy, who's a uh, character actor who a lot of people will recognize as the uh, dentist who uh, plays the alternative Bella Lugosi at the end of in Plan 9 from Our Space and Tim Burton's Ed Wood. And uh, so we we basically just chilled out over the Hilton for a little bit before getting in line there for the four o'clock panel. A lot of uh, long waits in line for for panels this year. Of uh, for three of the uh, four panels we went to this year. Um, but I mean, there were three panels that we really wanted to go to, and it was worth it. Um. And uh, that panel was really a lot of fun to hear each actor's uh, different perspective on uh, how writing and uh, affects their performance on, you know, what what it's like to be an actor, you know, what the type of actors, uh, just individual things with the actors and how they choose their scripts and what they go into for their scripts how much which was a big thing with John Cusack how much music influences them when it comes to getting in in touch with for scripts and uh <clears throat> just just a lot of different questions that touched on a different range of subjects uh somebody asked Sean about Gilmore Girls John was asked about High Fidelity um and his writing work and producing work was like working with his uh sister Joan and uh it was just a lot of fun it was good to uh have that panel all of the panels it's like we only went to four panels but all four of them were really high quality which is part of the reason why um this year kind of felt very surreal because of the fact that it's like Feel we didn't do much of anything, and uh, the only other thing we ended up doing this week, as far as the program content, was after the panel at the Hilton on Sunday, we went to a film festival uh, screen block of a few films that we may have missed, and it were sort of second screens for some of these. Uh, it was a uh, two. It was all Japanese. Uh, one was a cyberpunk uh, virtual reality thriller. The other one was a couple of uh, shorts about uh, creature hunters in Japan. And all three of those were good. Uh, they were Meredith. I partially because of the fact that she was probably tired. Partially because of the fact that she. I don't know whether she was bored or not. I uh, didn't seem too interested in those, but I mean they were they were enjoyable shorts. Um, I think we definitely got better block on a Friday than we did there. Um, but it wasn't it you know it was a it was a decent uh, thing to do, and we ended up going to a hotel after that. Uh, my mom did end up getting down to Dragon Con on Sunday. But we ended up not seeing her, like, the entire weekend, except for when I would go visit the hotel, her room at the hotel. And uh, I'm not going to go into the details of what she uh, had to deal with on Sunday, leaving the con, but it's like she she 
she had some good times during the con experience on Sunday. It was just getting out of uh, and going back to the hotel that was really stress-inducing for her. And uh, really, she she decided Sunday night that it's like she was just going to uh, go home on Monday, and she ended up doing that. Uh, we we went back today. We were originally going to go to the Walk of Fame to get an autograph for uh, Meredith and uh, her sister uh, because one of the actors there was uh, an actress from a uh, show that they watched. And uh, we ended up, uh, she ended up not being at the Walk of Fame, unfortunately. Uh, but she did have a and she did have a panel at 1 o'clock, 11.30. We were originally going to go to Megan Follows, but uh, we ended up um, we we ended up not staying for the panel after uh, things didn't work out at the Walk of Fame. And then we ended up going to the vendors, doing a little bit more... Uh, doing a little bit more... Um, purchasing for... Uh, my mom wanted something uh, from the vendors for Beaker, which is her favorite Muppet, and we went. We got some stuff for Ron, and uh, who was watching over her cats, and uh, so we basically did that stuff, and uh, we ended up just uh, calling it a con um, after that. So that was that was our con. It was very, like I said, it was very. It's it's a very strange con. It was probably the least, in a lot of ways, it was l the least satisfying con I've been to for a lot of reasons. It just didn't feel like we did a whole lot. Um, I kind of wish we had gotten a chance to do more, but, I mean, that's kind of how it is based on the uh, schedule that we had as far as, like, not being in a hotel on Thursday night and know, having to pack and go down on Friday and all that stuff. And it was just, it was, it felt like a lot of things that make Dragon Con enjoyable for me were missing. But at the same time, the things that we did go to, with the exception of the parade, which was incredibly uh, uncomfortable for a lot of reasons, um, it the things that we went to were good and the things that we the panels were really good the film festival blocks were good they were entertaining uh for me at least and i mean so on the one hand it's like yeah i enjoyed this con probably as much as i have other cons in that way and the fact that the panels were good and were worthwhile but in the other hand i I would have liked to have gotten my picture with John Cusack. I would have liked to have met Nathan Fillion. I wish I had gotten a chance to see Wallace Shawn. Uh, would have been nice to do uh, some of the other panels, but it's like we, it, it just, it it just the overall experience just didn't gel, and it fell off from previous years, and. Uh, you know, it's like I'm still going to go next year. I'm still going to go the year after that, the year after that, as long as I end up going. Uh, one one exciting thing about it is Meredith, uh, when she goes in a uh, couple more years, 
She's got a cosplay that she's wanting to do. It's very exciting. It's the first time she's um, going to be uh, dressing up for con, and that's going to be exciting to see how that evolves over the next year or two. Um, I'm definitely going to get uh, some Jedi robes and uh, cosplay as a Jedi. You know, hopefully next year, definitely the next year after that, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'll get to see more people. I don't, I, I hate that I miss so many people with Dragon Con. Like I, I Facebook friends with a lot of people who go to Dragon Con. I just don't see them. And I mean, part of that was, uh, part of that is because of the fact that it's like we didn't stay as late as we, you know, otherwise would in order to be able to see those people, but. It's also just the fact that it's like there's so much to do that the the schedule is just really difficult to manage. And so uh, that's that's the type of thing that happens at Dragon Con. I mean, you can still have a good time at Dragon Con without seeing a lot of these people. They add to the experience. They don't necessarily become the experience. Sometimes talking to somebody in line at Dragon Con is makes up for that, you know, having, being able to enjoy the company of the people you're in line with for, like, an hour or so, and even just, you know, communicating with people via text message and stuff like that, seeing them on Facebook, seeing what they're doing on Facebook, like, sometimes that can be enough, and it's like, that's one of the things that I enjoy about having you know, the friends and the uh, people that I know who enjoy Dragon Con is that seeing them enjoy it as well and seeing what their experience is like compared to mine, but not comparing it. And I think that's the key thing. It's like each Dragon Con is different. This year, kind of a substandard one overall, but it it's... Overall, I felt like I got something out of it. I enjoyed the experience. I got to meet John Cusack, who's one of my favorite actors. I may not get a chance to do that again. I hope I do, but I I really loved that experience. I loved hearing Stan Lee. I enjoyed sharing that time with my wife. I enjoyed sharing, you know, our times... Uh, I, I enjoyed seeing her get excited about the possibility of doing cosplay herself. And it's like that's that was that was something that was worthwhile for me. And uh there was so there's there's a lot of stuff that uh there's a lot of stuff that makes Dragon Con worthwhile for me that still made my Dragon Con worthwhile even though overall it wasn't the experience that I have had gotten used to where to a certain extent, gets better every year. This was not that year. And, I mean, it kind of took a step back. You know, there were a lot of eye-opening things for my mother, myself, that it's like, yeah, this this type of thing matters as far as the hotel you're in matters. You know, feeling comfortable in the hotel you're in matters. Uh, being able to do this, that, and the other thing matters. And it's like, that's that's something that we're going to work out for the next time we go to Dragon Con, and then the next time, and the next time. And it's like, to a certain extent, some of these years can be learning processes as far as 
learning how to navigate an experience like Dragon Con to where it can be enjoyable even if you don't do everything that you would like to enjoy doing. I mean, I think that's an important point to make in going to Dragon Con, going to conventions. Uh, my friends Ron and Daniel and I went to Star Wars Celebrations like earlier in April. And it's like we haven't talked about that situation yet, but that was a very different experience than why I'm used to a Dragon Con. Not in a lot of ways, it was a great experience. In a lot of ways, it really was not a good experience that I would want to go back to. Dragon Con, even though I'm feel kind of let down by this year, I'm still gonna go back to it because again, it was the part it was the stuff that mattered, the stuff that I did get a chance to do that was rewarding. And, uh, I mean, that really kind of wraps up Dragon Con for me. There's not really much more to say about it um, because we didn't really do much. And uh, got some good pictures. Didn't get a lot of pictures, but I got some quality pictures. Uh, and uh, it's, it's one of those things where uh, this, is, this is, you know, Dragon Con's a work in progress. And it's like it changes from year to year. That was one of the things that occurred to me the one year that I really had the weekend to myself where it's like, wow, I can shape this in a lot of different ways. I don't have to do this, that, and the other thing to get enjoyment out of this. I can do other things. I miss Star Wars panels completely this year. I miss, you know, Star Trek panels. I miss Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panels. I miss Jewel State having a panel. And it's like, I missed a lot of stuff, but that just wasn't going to be the experience this year. And uh, that's... And in the end, it's like it's it's disappointing, but it's it doesn't sour me on the experience. I'm still going to go back, and I'll have a very different experience next year, and I'm looking forward to that. So that's it for me for uh, this latest episode of the Sonic Cinema podcast. I have another one that's going to be coming up really soon. I've, it's going to be another uh, filmmaker uh, interview. That I'm really looking forward to doing. Uh, and I hope you uh, listen in on that. I hope you go back. And all of them are on YouTube now. I'm going to be releasing them on YouTube from now on. And I hope you uh, enjoy listening to them there. And subscribe to the Sonic Cinema podcast on YouTube. And uh, share it with friends. And I hope, thank you for uh, listening to the Sonic Cinema podcast. And this is... Uh, Brian Scuttle, and you can find us at www.sonic-cinema.com. <laughs>